Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. One of the things that I have had the privilege of doing several times is uh, working at church camp, and uh, it, it's really kind of amazing. The uh, church camp uh, that that you know I've helped direct and, and worked at uh, the atmosphere is really just fantastic. It really is. We uh, very good spirit there. I'll be honest with you, it's probably more spiritual than about any church service I've ever been in. It just, it it really, I mean, the spirit just moving, it's fantastic. So, but one of the things, and and I've preached about this before, one of the things that I have um, really discovered in in working with young people and working at church camp and getting it, because you get a lot of kids that come that, they come to church camp not because they go to church somewhere and their church sends the kids to church camp, but because, hey, there's a camp going on and somebody sends them to camp. So they may or may not have any church background. Uh, the the uh, homes that they come from may or may not be uh, homes of, of faith, you know. So you get a lot of a variety there. And one of the things that is just always... Uh, it's always surprised me just how spiritual things are. But the other thing that I've always noticed is that there's really a lot of baggage. You know, the, the camp that I work at are from like 11 to 14 year olds. And by the time these kids are in that 11 to 14 year old range, the amount of baggage, the amount of problems, the amount of issues that they're bringing in when they come to church camp is just unbelievable. Things that, honestly, you, you'd be like, well, there's no way kids are going through this or have experienced this or have seen this or been through this. I mean, things that blow your mind when you sit down and you you having prayer with a kid, you're talking with a kid, the things that, that they, they will tell you. And one of the conclusions that it has led me to is it does not take very long in this life before... We find ourselves through the situations and circumstances that we go through that we have emotional and spiritual scars, emotional and spiritual issues in our life that quickly begin to take hold. You don't have to be 80 to have had experiences in life that leave you Disabled, spiritually, emotionally. So, when uh, the the story we're going to read here in John chapter 5 is about a guy who sat by a pool. Now, he was not a guy, he wasn't on vacation sitting by a pool getting a tan. Okay? Some of you folks, oh, that sounds good. It would be sitting by a pool. Not that kind of pool. Now, there was a pool, uh, the, uh, the pool of Bethesda, 
And it had these porches. And what would happen is, is all these crippled, lame people, they would, they would come and they would be laid around the pool and they would just spend their time there around this pool. And then at a certain season, it doesn't say when that is, it doesn't say what the time is, but every once in a while, an angel would come down and it would trouble the waters. So the, the angel would come down and, and they would, uh, the, the waters would be troubled. I don't know. It doesn't describe exactly how they knew it was the angel, but they did. They, they knew that, that the angel was troubling the water and whoever could get into the water first was healed. It's pretty phenomenal, isn't it? Whoever can get into the water first was healed of whatever their infirmity was. So the problem is, is that there were a lot of people at this pool, but only one person every once in a while could be first. Only one person every once in a while could get into the pool when the water was troubled. Only a few people, you know, over the course of your lifetime, only a few people would have made it into the pool and been healed. So we're going to pick up in verse 5, John chapter 5, verse 5. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. So, uh, we're picking up this story. We, Jesus is coming by where the pool of Bethesda is. There is a, a certain man. They call him a certain man because uh, the, the significance of who he was wasn't great. He was just a person who was at the pool. So we have a certain man who had an infirmity for 38 years. It's kind of a long time. I'm, I'm 36. So 38 to me is a, that's a little while, isn't it? Now, verse 6, it said, When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had now been a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? All right. I want to make sure everybody's following here. We're going real slow. I know it feels like we're at a snail's pace, but I want to make sure everybody's getting the story. He's there. Jesus comes by. He sees this man. He understands he, that this guy had been there for a long time. So he comes up to him and he asks the question, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be made whole? Okay. Now, the next verse, this is his reply. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. Okay? So his answer to Jesus is, Jesus says, do you want to be made whole? His answer isn't yes. His answer is this, well, every time I try to do what I feel like I need to do to get whole, 
Something happens that prevents me from getting whole. Verse 8, or the, no, we're going, yeah, verse 8. And Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was whole, and took up his bed, and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to be here this morning. Lord, we, uh, we just ask that your spirit would come and move, and it would speak to our hearts, Father. Lord, that you would just uh, move on us this morning. Lord, I ask that you would touch me and give me the words that you would have me to speak. Lord, that everything that I say, everything that I do would be guided, directed by you. We pray and ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning, I, I, I want to... The, the, earlier this week, the Lord just kind of put something on my heart that I, I really I want to share with you this morning. And you're going to have to bear with me because we're going to get there. But it's going to take us just a minute. Not, not, not forever, but just a minute. But we're going to get there. Okay? You know, some sermons have three points. Some sermons have nine points. This, this sermon has one point. Okay? You're getting a one-point sermon this morning. But it's going to take me a minute to get to that one point. So just bear with me here. See, I, 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 one thing that I know is that in my life, in me, that I have had spiritual abnormality, spiritual disability, spiritual issues in my life that, that keep me from being who God wants me to be. I've had things that have come between He and I, there have been things that have happened to me, that have scarred me, that have had an effect on my life, that have kept me from doing and being what it was that He is calling me and called me to be. There are people who are here this morning that have things in their life that are going on right now. Right now, you are in the middle of a situation that, that and maybe it's, it's not anything acute, but something that has been building up in your life over time, and you're coming to a place where you're looking at your life and you're saying, man, my life is a mess. The things that I have got going on, I, I'm hurting inside. I've got problems, I've got issues. That I don't know how to deal with. I don't know how to get through them. I don't know how to get past them. I just don't know what to do. I have come to the end of myself. And you know what we do when we find ourselves at that place? We try to fix it ourselves. That is absolutely 100% what we do. When we're having problems, we're having issues. I, I was talking with uh, a couple friends uh, Friday night, and the um, we were talking about you know really you know what what the future holds and and uh, you're not really knowing. And I told him I said, man, I just wish I could fast forward six months and see what it was that that how things were going to work out and what it is that God's wanting to do and. 
And, and then my, my friend sitting there said, yeah, you know, it would be nice if God would just tell us what's going on. That way we can kind of prepare things and get things going, you know, the way we want them to. Yeah, see, what would happen is if I went six months in the future and I didn't really like it, then I'd come back and try to change it. That's what I would do. Even though maybe in month seven, some great victory would come in my life, if things looked bad in month six, I'd be back here, well, what do I have to do to prevent month six from happening? But that's the, way, that's the way we are. Man, we will try every single thing that we can to fix it on our own. And we had this guy who had been laying at the pool year after year after year. Right? He had, he had been in this shape for a long time. I, I'm, I'm assuming that people knew who he was. And maybe, maybe that was just, that, that was, uh, hey, this is Cripple Joe over here. Not, not Joe, but another Joe, Cripple Joe, Right? But everybody would come to the pool and they're like, oh, hey, how you doing, Cripple Joe? How you doing, Disabled Joe? You know, how you doing, Joe, whose leg don't work? And that, that became the thing that he was known by. Because when Jesus came and he seen him, one of the things that, that, that Jesus knew is that he had been there for a long time. He had been in that kind of condition for a long time. And I'm sure if you've been sitting by a pool with an infirmity for a long time, that you... As well as other people begin to identify you by your infirmity. Listen, you, you're in a dangerous place this morning if you have started identifying yourself by your issues. Amen? Amen. When your problems that you have in your life... The things that are going wrong, the things that you wish you could fix, the struggles that you go through have started to define who you are. You've got some problems. And see, this man who had been sitting at this pool for years, the only way that he knew that it could be fixed is if when the water is troubled, I can get into the water. And that sounds good, but every time he tried, someone else would come and get in the way. So when Jesus asked him the question, hey, do you want to be made whole? His response was this. Well, obviously I do because I'm sitting here. But the problem is, is when the angel comes and, and troubles the water. Because, you know, you know we, we know how problems need to be fixed. Amen. We know the way, and, and, and uh, I say that, and I, if you start thinking about the, the problems and issues that you go through, you, you already, man, you, you work them out in your head long before, long before you ever come to Jesus, don't you? You sit there and, well, I've got this problem, but here's how I can be fixed. And so that, that's what he had done. He's like, well, I got this problem. Because here is man's way. I know it was a supernatural thing, but here, here's man's way of fixing things. When the water's trouble, if I can get in there first. If I can beat everybody else and get down in there and, and get the first uh, dip into the pool, then I'm going to make it. And, and so he, he sees he has this context in his mind of this is how everyone's telling me. This is how I, I, I've come to know how to be fixed. So if I can just get there this way. But then he notices that, man... It, I just can't get there because every time I try, there's someone who's faster, someone who's better, someone who's more capable than I am who beats me to it. 
So here, here is my solution. If I can just get someone else, another man, to get me into the pool. And that's what we do, man, when we got problems and issues and, and they, they get beyond what, what we think we can handle. We start looking, looking at man to fix our issues, don't we? We have man-made problems. And we look for man-made solutions. And that was his, that was his problem. He, he knew how he thought the miracle could happen in his life. He knew how he thought. Things could get better for him. He had a plan on how he thought things would unfold to, to make things get better and things to work out the way he wanted. Listen, you, you, you this morning, you have a plan. This is how you think things could unfold and everything would work out and everything would be great. And this is your plan on how things can work. And, and you're just, you're so close. But, but you know, if I just had a, a little more man help, if I just had a little more manpower, if I could just do a little more, if I could just be a little better, if I could try just a little harder, then I could get things to happen the way I want them to happen. But here's the thing. You're trying too hard. I'll tell you a little secret. Jesus is here this morning. I want to repeat that. Make sure everybody heard it real good. Jesus is here this morning. Do you know that? Jesus is here this morning. And he sees your infirmities. He sees your issues. He knows your problems better than you know them yourself. He's been watching you for a long time, trying to get in and do it on your own. And Jesus is here this morning. And here is the question that he has. Will you be made whole? Will you be made whole this morning? It's a simple question, isn't it? Here's our, here's our answer. Well, Lord, but every time I try to fix this on my own, just about the time I get it fixed, something else happens. And, and then when that thing happens, then I get devastated. And then i got to start all over again. And then, then, the, then the next time I'm just about to get there. And, and we just, man, here we are. Here we are this morning. We're just rolling off excuses to him, rolling off excuses to him. Well, Lord, here's why I'm not getting made whole. Here's why I can't do it. Here's why. I, but he didn't ask you that question. Why aren't you made whole? You understand the difference in the context. The question isn't, why aren't you whole? It's, will you be whole? Do you want to be whole? Not, not why aren't you? But do you want to? See, all we ever really get to see is our shortcomings. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. It's hard to look past the places you fall short. Your inabilities. It is hard to look past your inabilities. I, I, I'm telling you, it's hard to look past as a preacher. Man, it is hard to look past my inabilities. The things that I can't do. The things that I'm not good at. 
the things that I don't like about my life. There are, there are things about me that you don't get to see, but things about me that I don't like about me. And it's hard for me to look past the things that I don't like about me. It's hard for me to get past that when I hear Jesus saying, Aaron, will you be made a whole? Aaron, why, why don't you just let me, let my power come into your life? Why don't, you just let, why don't you just turn it over? It's hard for me to look past my inabilities, past my shortcomings, past my failings. Enough to believe that Jesus will do that. See, I, I told you I have one point. One point. I have one point this morning that I'm going to make. One. Now, I'm saying this because I, if I say enough, then you guys get to, oh, wait, he's going to get ready to make the one point. Here's the one point. You're not enough to get the healing on your own. That's the first half of the point. Here's the second half. But you're already enough to get to Jesus. This morning, you're not enough to get to your healing on your own. But you're more than enough to get to Jesus. That's what he was speaking into my spirit this week. That's what the Holy Spirit was dealing with me on was this one point And this thing that you need to know. You're not enough on your own to, to get what you need by yourself. You're not enough to get into the pool when the water's troubled before someone beats you there. And every time that you go, you end up frustrated. You end up discouraged because it just doesn't seem like things are working out. It just doesn't seem like you can get what it is you need. But you're not strong enough. You're not able to get there on your own. No, you're right. You can't do it. But here's what you need to know is you're already enough for Jesus. You're already enough for Him this morning. You're already enough for Him to save you. You're already enough for Him to heal you. You're already enough for Him to begin to fix the problems in your life. You're already enough for Him to deal in your life. You're already enough for Him to change your future. You're already him enough for Him to get you past your past. You're already enough this morning. When Jesus is in the equation... Listen, I know sometimes that it gets a little discouraging when we start looking at ourselves and our inabilities. And sometimes, I'm telling you, I think that we can get so bad that we just really don't even think that Jesus is interested we get so, so wrapped up in looking at, at us and all the things that we can't do that we think Jesus ain't even interested. But this morning, that is not the case. That's not the truth. He is interested. And you are enough. Jacob, could you get your guitar? And I want you to sing it, Come to the Well again. This morning... He's getting his guitar. He's going to come up and sing. I'd like for you to be standing if you could.
You know, <clears throat> what a great tragedy it is to find ourselves in a place in our life where we are dealing with our infirmities, our issues, the problems that have come up in our lives. We're going through those things over and over and, and they just continue to, to tear us apart, to hurt us more and more and worse and worse day by day. And then we come into this place this morning and Jesus is standing here. Jesus is speaking to hearts. He's dealing with hearts this morning. And He says to you, do you want to be made whole? And we know through the Spirit that He's willing, ready, and able to work in our lives and to do those things that, 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 that we need the most. But undoubtedly this morning, there will be people who walk out that door with needs that aren't met. Undoubtedly this morning, there are people here who the Holy Spirit is dealing with right now who are going to walk out that door right back into their problems, right back into their issues. Right back into the, the problems that Jesus is up here holding out His hand saying, will you be made whole? The, the exact thing that He's saying to you, I can help you with that. I can fix that. I can take care of that. I can, I can take that. I can forgive you of that. Exactly the very thing that He can take care of in your life this morning. You're going to walk right out those doors. You're going to walk right out those doors with the same problems that you came in with. But listen, this morning it doesn't have to be the case. You, it, that, that doesn't have to be you who leaves. That can be someone else's story. Well, I went to church and I left the same way I came in. I went to church and I, I went home with the same problems that I came with. That can be someone else's story. It doesn't have to be yours. This morning, your story can be that you came and you met Jesus. And He said to you, will you be made whole? And you answered the call. And things begin to change in your life. Things begin, a, a difference with the Holy Spirit began to work in your life. That can be your story when you leave this morning. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.